You are listening to the Critical Mass Radio Show, Orange County's business talk show focused on exploring topics of interest to CEOs who are leading middle market companies with your host, Richard Franzi. And welcome to this edition of Critical Mass Radio Show. I am your host, Richard Franzi, and this is podcast episode number 1018. Can you believe it? Over a thousand of these? We love doing them here on Critical Mass Radio Show. And boy, do we have a good episode for you. If you're listening to us live on octalkradio.net, thank you. If you're watching us on the Facebook live stream, let me wave to you. Hello, and this is Steve. He's our first guest. He's saying hello as well. And if you're listening to us as a podcast on iTunes or Stitcher, thank you for joining the show. We appreciate your continued support. You know, capitalizing on a new trend or technology can be an effective way to ignite growth in your firm. President and CEO Steve Acevedo of Regatta Solutions is enabling businesses' success for a cleaner tomorrow by combining multiple technologies to provide cost-effective solutions for his company. I've invited Steve here today to share how his firm is enabling success for a cleaner tomorrow. Steve, welcome to the program. Richard, thanks for uh, having me on. I'm uh, real excited to, to take part in this. And let me tell you, other fellow business owners and CEOs of middle market companies, Regatta Solutions is an exciting company. I, I met Steve a while ago through one of our members of our CEO peer groups, and uh, I visited his facility, and he explained his business model, and I've been excited to have you on the show since we had that well, meeting earlier yeah, this year. Thank, thank you very much. But, but before we talk about your business model and how you use technology to ignite, ignite growth, can you start with maybe an interesting story about you as a business person, something that gives us a sense for your background and your past? Well, you know what? I, I've, I think I have to kind of start going like way back when I was an intern uh, at a, a program for uh, University of Southern California in Washington, D.C., and I chased uh, uh, the IBM public affairs director uh, outside of the building, which was across the street from the old executive office building, hmm. uh, for a sales job. Okay. Um, and uh, I told them I wanted to be a salesman at uh, IBM. And that really sort of launched my uh, career into uh, uh, technology and, and complex sales. Why did you want to go to work for IBM so badly? You know, it was the um, at at that time it was uh, incredible education, right? Uh, Good training uh, process. The training program was uh, exceptional, and um, you know I learned a lot over those those five years that I was there. Mm-hmm. In back east, or were you out here? Well, you know what was funny is is uh, he was an executive level uh, guy, and I think we we built an immediate rapport. Good. And he he asked me, he said, "Do you you know where do you want to work?" And I was like, well, "I just want a job." I was the I was the quintessential starving student at the time, okay. and uh, I just needed a job. And he said, uh, "Well, you know, let's let's see what we can do to get you uh, some uh, job interviews out on the West Coast, which wow. is which is where I was from." So. Wow, that's awesome! It's a little bit of hustle. Okay, so yeah. if our producer and engineer is ready with the gong, boy, that our loyal listeners know, Steve, that whenever they hear the gong, if they're listening to us on the podcast, to click it back about 30 seconds, maybe in this case you want to go back maybe a minute, and re-listen to the story because there was a very teachable moment. So right out of the gate, first question, doesn't usually happen here on Critical Mass Radio Show. We usually get a gong, but not that early. So thank you very much you for bet. being gong-worthy here on Critical Mass Radio Show. Well, it's always about hustle. You it got, is. You gotta, you've got to take advantage of the opportunities when they're there. Right. Yeah. And create some of them yourself, too, right? Yeah. Being brave enough to 
suffer the embarrassment maybe of him not responding positively yeah, to your effort, yeah, right? Absolutely. But you got to put that behind you absolutely. and make it happen. Yeah. All right. You're still doing that today, which is why I wanted you on the show. So let's let's turn our focus away from you to the company. Uh, tell us a little bit, you know, generally speaking, because you're talking to peer business owners across the country, what is it that Regatta Solutions does? We're an uh, energy uh, solutions uh, provider. Uh, first off, we, we focus on a uh, concept which is called cogeneration. Uh, and then we implement other technologies um, around our cogeneration uh, solution. So that may be energy storage uh, and or solar. And uh, we happen to distribute um, uh, a company called Capstone Microturbines product mm-hmm. uh, out on the West Coast. And uh, we've been very successful and have had a, a, a good value partnership with them. Right. And you've shown me some videos and how this works. But l- before we get to Capstone, we're going to talk about that sure. maybe in the next block. But right now... I, um Define cogeneration in just a few words. Um, well, it's it's essentially we bring um, multiple energy sources in an essence in uh, one unit. So the the microturbine is in essence a, a jet engine. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's wrapped around uh, power generation equipment. Uh, so we generate electricity, but the real key uh, focus is the exhaust. Uh, uh, energy that's developed, right? Which is, uh, which is a waste product. It's a waste product, and we reuse it, and that's awesome. where the that's where the economics and the payback come in. Okay, and who who are your clients? Like who buys cogeneration pl- products? Yeah, commercial, industrial, uh, government facilities, um, universities, uh, schools, um, breweries, uh, winemakers. Okay. Um, yeah, because if I remember correctly, Steve. They come in a range of sizes, right? I mean, you, these this isn't people may not have a the right mind's eye of what it is your cogeneration and your capstone system. How, how big are they? Well, uh, they you know we can we start as low as a sixty five kilowatt okay. uh, system, which it, in, in essence may may also heat a uh, Olympic sized pool for a uh, um, let's say for a community college. Okay, um, to a megawatt system, uh, which will produce uh, enough steam to um, uh, produce brewery for let's say a brewery like Sierra Nevada uh, up in Chico, California. Is that really a is that a client? Is that and that you? is one of okay. our clients. There you yeah, go. You nice. Bet. That's yeah. a, it's a good product too, yeah. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. You're listening to Critical Mass Radio Show. We're talking to the president and CEO of Regatta Solutions, Steve Acevedo. How did you get into this area? It it was um, it was you know it was actually you know kind of a, a funny story. We we started Regatta really to uh, be a, an IT. Uh, consulting company, um, actually uh, to provide cloud computing and outsourcing services over 10 years ago. And um, happened to have met the uh, senior VP for Capstone at a, a um, religious uh, retreat uh, outing for uh, my daughters during my daughter's senior year in high school. Wow. And I was chaperoning, and, and this gentleman was chaperoning, and we were both waking up at 530 in the morning, and we got together, and uh, he offered me a, a particular product line that was related to data centers. And uh, we set off the the course, and from that it sort of grew um, our relationship with them, and 
uh, today we're you know they're one of their their lead distributors out on the west coast so that's interesting that's the second time in less than 10 minutes you've talked about a you know kind of a way that an individual in your life enabled the next the next phase of your career or something that's absolutely that's another teachable moment here on critical mass radio show so i'd like to ask about unintended consequences it's my latest book it's going to be out later this year ladies and gentlemen it's called killing cats leads to rats and i'm i'm fascinated by how many of us have experienced unintended consequences of our strategic business decisions can you think of a time where you laid out a plan and you were going to get this result and you got something that was different. Well, I, you know, I, just going back to the story, I, you know, I just took you through, which is, you know, the the uh, inception of Regatta Solutions was really to do IT consulting, and here we are as an energy solutions provider, um, where we believe we've done you know, probably the most combined heat and power projects in California over the nine years that, uh, that wow. we've been in business. So, um, I, it's really sort of a true success story, but we didn't set out on that course. Going back to even to my previous business that I started, Cornerstone uh-huh. Systems, uh, we set off to, to be a maintenance uh, services provider for major data centers, and we became um, actually one of IBM's larger uh, business partners, actually their first business partner to sell mainframe computers. Uh, we established a business that sold them uh, throughout the United States and Canada. Wow. Puerto Rico and, and Hawaii. Wow. So, uh, again, I, you know, I kind of call it, uh, you, you may call it your, your herding cats yes. you know, scenario. I, I call it, you know, jumping in the pool. Okay. And uh, you're in there swimming and you grab a life raft, which is you're listening to the market. Yes. And you're listening to what the clients are requiring out there. And as long as you're playing in that field, you get an opportunity in front of you and then you have to seize it. Yeah, that's... That's exciting because that that's part of a business owner entrepreneur's life, isn't it? You know these pivots that you make throughout the career of your company. It may start out as one entity, but over its life, it may move in a very different direction. And and I'm wondering, the the space that you're in, is it a missionary cell? And as far as explaining to people what you can do for them or are they is there an awareness in the marketplace of of the kind of cogeneration products it's, it's, and they're seeking you it's, out? It's it's very missionary. Um, although the concept's been around for for many years, but it's it's a, a set of applications that aren't necessarily used um, on a broad basis, uh, which is one of the reasons we we have deployed really our consultative selling strategy, where we can uh, go into a client, do a lot of analysis, and compare other technologies. Um, you know, for example, solar. Uh, energy storage with our cogeneration solutions, and we're able to give the client, in essence, choices. Mm-hmm. And through those choices, um, it's it's sort of plain to see where the where the best return on investment is. Okay, uh, related to uh, what we're trying to do for them. Right, because you have a menu of options. And this, <clears throat> I've had others on the on the radio show. <clears throat> excuse me, who've talked about the storage aspect and how that is really now for businesses starting to gain traction and momentum as if there's a stronger and stronger ROI of not just creating the electricity with a solar system, but keeping it on premise and using it throughout the day or in the evening or something. So you offer that as well then? We do. Wow, that's a complete solution then. We do. All right. Yeah. Exciting. Well, we're going to take a short break, ladies and gentlemen. Don't go anywhere because this is, loyal listeners, you know, this is really quick. It's just one quick message about one of the products or services that I offer. And when we come back, I'm going to ask you, Steve, if you could share your guiding principle. In other words, the philosophy that you're using to lead and grow Regatta Solutions. 
Is that good? Absolutely. We'd love to do that. All right, then. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back in less than a minute after this word from me. Richard Franzi is the author of two popular business books for CEOs. His first book, Critical Mass, The Ten Explosive Powers of CEO Peer Groups, was the first book ever written on the secret value of CEO peer groups. His second book, now with newly updated information, is Critical Mass, The Power of CEO Guiding Principles. Richard's books contain powerful information to help CEOs running middle market companies gain valuable insight to improve their decision-making skills. Richard's books are available as paperbacks or Kindle versions from Amazon.com. To find them, type Richard Franzi in the search box. And welcome back to this edition of Critical Mass Radio Show. I am your host, Richard Franzi. And all of our shows can be heard anytime on iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker.com, hundreds of former guest websites whose CEOs have put their show on their website. And since we started the show in 2009, our show has reached hundreds of thousands of listeners through the live stream, the podcasts, the video live stream that we now have on Facebook. We have a variety of ways for people to find the content. If you'd like to be a regular subscriber and get our weekly newsletter, simply put your name put your name in Critical Mass Radio Show's website and we'll automatically enroll you in our newsletter. We do nothing else with your email other than give you our weekly newsletter that talks about great guests like Steve Acevedo, who is the president and CEO of Regatta Solutions. Before the break, Steve, I was going to ask you to talk about your Guiding principle. Can you share that with our audience? Please? Yeah, I, sh- I sure can. It's uh, it, it's really there, there's three categories. Um, first one is the client. Uh, second one is is the business, and and then the third essentially is uh, the employees. And in each one of those, we're we're seeking success. Uh, on the client, it's all about valuing the client, and really trying to become, uh, in essence, the trusted advisor uh, for that client with a focus on, on driving uh, quality products that work uh, there. So that's, that's, that's important. And then valuing that relationship uh, because that relationship can take you many different places. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, given what we have always sold, which is very complex solutions, um, you spend a lot of time earning the right to do business with that client. And the last thing that you want to do is really damage that relationship because that that relationship can lead to uh, references um, and, of course, additional business and other product lines that uh, the company may may end up developing uh, over time. Nothing hard to I was going to ask you that. Do people lease or buy these solutions from you? They do both. Okay. Yeah, they do both. And... So there is there is follow on opportunity. Maybe they upgrade or they have other sites and uh, yeah. It, uh, it, in the particular sale that we do today, it's typically other sites and locations. Okay. Um, uh, that that will go ahead and, and deploy uh, the technology. Right. They may try it in one location. Correct. Test it out. Make yep. sure they got the ROI. And then they get so excited about the ROI, they want you to put them yeah. in other locations. Yeah. And then the, the the next item is is the business and um, and really what we try to teach and, and these these three areas are really sort of fundamental uh, for me in terms of how I develop a culture within the, the team and the company. Okay. Um, and so yeah, so from a business standpoint, it's really all about making sure that the employees know that their actions need to contribute to the health of the business. Um, because if we're not profitable, then you know we can't serve our customers. 
um, and and we can't do that. Then the other key uh, is really to go focus on key uh, valued partnerships. Mm. Um, the last thing we want to do is represent somebody's product uh, that potentially damages the the reputation of our company. Okay. Um, so that's really important. So you know, seek out quality uh, partnerships. Um, you know, in in that process. Mm. Um, and then, and then, secondarily, go drive essentially incredible service to dazzle, to dazzle clients, um, because that's really important. And th- those those elements really help the business stay afloat and uh, you know stay healthy in essence. So how do, how do you in this day and age when clients are so used to a high level of service from many? How do you dazzle them? Um, well, I, uh, we've 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 done a couple of things. We've developed um, essentially some IP products. So we actually have an energy management system uh, that we developed that we've uh, deployed um, across the the fleet of uh, units uh, that we support and service. And um, the the key reason was number one, we wanted to give visibility uh, to the client on their energy cost savings. Um, that they were receiving from the investments. So mm-hmm. that was key so that we can develop testimonials, et cetera. Right. And then the second item was the fact that we have a alert uh, sort of call home feature uh, so that when the systems have faults, um, our services team can react to them quickly even before the client knows about it so we can be Johnny on the spot. You know, And the whole focus there is really sort of selling a good night's sleep to our right. clients because it's all about you know reliability, availability, and serviceability uh, when we're selling our products. Excellent. All right. Well, thank you for that answer. I wanted to. Um, uh, there's t- a there's a third one. There is the, the employees. I thought I had heard that. Okay, sorry. Yeah. So you got you got you got, you you have the client, you have the business, yeah. and then now you have the employees. And, okay. and, and very quick, it's look celebrate success, invest in the employees uh, because they're they're really the family. And, and incent teamwork and incent innovation. Mm-hmm. And um, those are the things that keep us uh, spry in the marketplace and keep us competitive. Well, I'm glad that I let you – I didn't run over you totally there. Yeah. Sorry about that. But employees, because um, it, to me, they're one of the lo- – they are the longest-term stakeholders many times for a company. Some, some of them can be with you for their entire career, if that makes sense for you and for them. Rarely do you see a supplier that's with you for that long, and even some customers right. tend to come and go. So having a focus on your employee population, I think, is is a right thing to do. So thank you. Yeah, you bet. All right. You know, we, we teased about it. We talked about Capstone at the Open and their microturbine. I wonder if you could just help the audience to understand a little bit more about this product and its innovation and how it's serving your clients' needs. Well, it's um, you know, first of all, it's it's a real uh, success story. Um, uh, Capstone's headquartered uh, here in Southern California in Los Angeles, Chatsworth. Um, so they uh, they manufacture the product here. It's a U.S. made product. They um, uh, export about close to 65 70 percent as as i recall the latest numbers mm. uh internationally and it's it's a high technology uh product so it's not you know it's not raw materials that we're exporting it's real high tech uh stuff and uh we uh, have been very successful in deploying that technology and integrating it in uh to uh commercial industrial uh you know pharmaceuticals uh breweries wineries Etc. All in an effort to uh, produce uh, clean power 
Um, so from an emission standpoint, we're considered best available control technology. Hmm. Uh, so permitting uh, is not a matter of, of, um, of if, it's just a matter of when of going through the air quality management districts. And they've actually been, um, uh, it's been a much easier process to go through. Okay. Uh, and then from an interconnect standpoint, uh, we're really ready to plug and play. Uh, into the utility, and the utilities recognize that. So we ha- have all the uh, conforming uh, technologies um, uh, on board that um, allow for a quick uh, interconnect process to, to go through. Hmm. What type of – you mentioned some brands and type, but if there's a business owner out there listening, what type of business seat suits this application the best? You know what I mean? So it's it's uh, it's a business that's uh, using a lot of heat. So if you've got uh, you know using a lot of steam in your manufacturing process, if you're using a lot of hot water uh, in your manufacturing process, those are great candidates uh, to bring in a cogeneration uh, solution to implement to reduce your your energy costs, improve efficiencies, mm-hmm. um, etc. Uh, in the oil and gas uh, space, uh, we burn their their stranded gas. So instead of them having to flare it, okay, uh, they can they can burn it in our units uh, in a much more efficient uh, manner. So it's really a clean emitter, mm-hmm. and the byproduct is really the electricity. So when we go chase wow. when we go chase a deal, we're really looking at heat loads, and that includes cooling as well. Um, so if you have a, um, a building where you're looking to put in a, an HVAC system um, and you need, you know, significant tonnage, you know, 20 tons of, of cooling and above, mm-hmm. you're probably a candidate potentially for a microturbine um, if, you're, if you're going to um, uh, essentially be in that building a long time. So there's, there's a couple of key uh, ideal client uh, characteristics okay. that, that we find are important, and th- these are... These are certainly two that are common across all of our clients, and they are. And they are. One is the clients know they're going to be in business for twenty years, okay. And they know that they're going to be in that location for twenty years, okay. So it's not like, hey, we're moving out of California, we're going somewhere else. The second one is they have sustainability as part of their marketing plan, mm. and so it's part of the messaging that they want. They want to let the world know by deploying the technology that we sell in our company that they're doing something clean. Hmm. And and they're tying that into their marketing. Excellent. All right. Well, that was a very good explanation. And if anybody out there fits that model, I'm going to ask Steve now. How do people find your company online? Uh, uh, regatta SP for SmartPower.com and Regatta. That's like the boat race. R e g a t t a S P dot com. Well, thank you for spending time with our audience today, sharing a little bit about the firm and your personal philosophies. I've enjoyed this conversation, and thanks for being a friend of the program and a part of the critical mass community, Steve. Richard, thanks a lot. My pleasure. I'd like to thank our engineer for today, who is none other than Paul Roberts. Our producers are Crystal Nunley, Joan Park, and Haley Stern. I'm your host, Richard Franzi. If you'd like to learn more about this radio show or the CEO peer groups that I lead, then visit my company's website, criticalmass4business.com. And to our next show, I hope all of your business decisions moves your company in a positive direction. You have been listening to Critical Mass Radio Show Business Talk Show, focused on exploring topics of interest to CEOs who are leading middle market companies. With your host, Richard Franzi. 